can't do that anymore, man. You just gotta go along with whatever the narrative is, right? <laughs> you try to that shit with Superman? Oh, no. <laughs> oh God, what, what's up with Superman? Oh, you don't. You haven't bi- seen it yet? He's oh, bisexual, no. dude. No way. Oh, really? Yeah. Of course he is. <laughs> Duh. He's just following it. He's just following in Batman's footsteps, you know. <laughs> Dude, I, I said that one of my, one of these guys I follow posted that you know about Bat uh, about Superman being bisexual now, and he's like, well, at least Batman's straight. I'm like, dude, he had a little fuckboy with him, you know, <laughs> his little twink in tights. And fucking Alfred. Oh. I mean, come on. Dude, you should have seen the hate. An I older got. man that raised a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. I mean. Oh, that's funny. Nothing uh, is sacred anymore, you know? No. Of course no. not, man. I mean, they they got to put the woke label on everything now. Well, the problem... And if you don't just kowtow to it, you're a racist, Nazi, bigot, homophobe. It's like we hit, I would say, what, probably about five to ten, last five to ten years. You haven't gotten anything new. Everything's just remakes or, you know, like they got Black Wonder Years now on ABC. Mm. Like, what? What? I saw that. Oh, they did that with the what? craft, too, didn't they? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Three oh, Black man. Witches. That's, that's so dumb. I saw the, the Wonder Years and I was like, why do they have to ruin everything? And that's not a racist statement. No. Like, like that's just like, why do you have to put the woke shit? Why can't you just, if you want to make a show about a black family... Make one. Yeah. Why do you have to take something that's iconic and piss all over it? Like, just, just for that reason, because they'll get a reaction, right? Because otherwise, <laughs> nobody's going to pay attention to it, right? Nobody's going to watch that shit if it's just... No. Yeah, that's what it is. It's shit. They have to ride off of something else to get attention. Yeah. You know, if they would have brought the Wonders years back and it was like the original cast, but it was their grandkids or kids or something, cool, fine. But to completely change... like. It's like, I don't think they ever did it because they knew they would ruin it, but um, Indiana Jones was being talked about being changed to a girl. Mm-hmm. And mm. thank God they didn't do that. Well, I mean, isn't that what they have, like, fucking Tomb Raider for? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, Kill Bill. It's, that stupid, it's that stupid idea that the leftists always push where it's like, there's no strong women characters, so we have to make them. And it's like, what about Ripley? Ripley was a gangster. In Alien, mm-hmm. like yeah, or even she was the last one Terminator to survive. Yeah, yeah, Sarah yeah. freaking the chick from Terminator. No, and, and those are Wonder those Woman. old movies too. I mean, so that, that's been Wonder Woman from the seventies. Yep, you know, and it's like, what are you talking about? There was a what was it, Grace Jones in the Conan? Oh yeah, stuff. A black Badass woman, black a chick. black gay woman. Like you can't. Like and that was in the eighties. Yo, I covered a lot of her music in one of my original episodes on uh pedophilia and music videos. Oh wow. Have <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a cult occult and pedophilia symbols all over her, her shit. It's funny you mentioned that. I can see that. Not surprising. I can see that. Everything you know, no. when you look back a lot of that eighties shit, it there's no, a I... lot of pedophilia undertones that we, you know, nobody even exactly. noticed at the time. The whole the whole episode that I did on it, um, I think literally was all bands from the eighties, maybe early nineties. Cause it was so easy when I found a couple of them, it was like so obvious. And I was like, we, we didn't know back then. So like, how the fuck are we going to remember that now? You know? 
Yeah. Who would have thought mm-hmm. of looking at like old B-52 videos for it or, you know, or Grace Jones? Who would have thought of that? You know, they're so old. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, the Disney movies that hide a bunch of stuff in it. Like Lion King, when the lion lays down on the rock formation, like dust goes yeah. out from underneath him oh. and it spells sex. Fucking mm. Disney. Uh, and then like, <laughs> yeah, Matt, I Aladdin, so I know Disney's, I Disney's bad. Um, in Aladdin, you can hear one part where like the genie and the rug are talking and freaking Aladdin's like, good teenagers, take off your clothes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aladdin's <laughs> talking to his tiger. It's like, what? Right. Wasn't there like one part when the guy has like a, a boner? That's Little Mermaid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, when they're getting married. Yeah, the yes. priest gets a boner. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, know, I know there's like a... Something with Scrooge McDuck. I think what was the uh, the cartoon when we were kids? It was like Ducktales. Yeah, Ducktales. It might be that, and he's got a boner. No, actually, I think this is. I don't. know. Anyway, it's a duck from Disney, and he's pointing at his boner. There's like a thing, <laughs> he's picture touching of that. it. Yeah, he's touching it's, the tip of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my it's, god! It's what's his name? Donald Duck. Donald Duck. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, and then you look. There was a. Uh... I did a whole show on Disney, man. It's like, it's, uh, and I got, you know, I didn't even touch like the symbolism side or the pit, like all the pedo symbols they put in now. Like they had an entire character, a lion character that had the, the triangle pedo symbol all over his body, like tattooed. Mm, Really? Yep. Did you post something about that or post a picture of that? I'm sure I did. Because I, I think I like the I heard of that recently and I was like, fuck, I never even noticed that. That was probably on my other account that's banned now. <laughs> Funny how that happens with uh. people like us. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised I'm still allowed on Instagram, honestly. Well, yeah, you get like, so am I because I've done you some get like 15 on. strikes. So well, Instagram just shadow bans. Yes. Mm-hmm. I went from getting like hundreds of views to getting like maybe a couple dozen yeah like yeah. nobody sees my shit anymore i noticed that in like the last two weeks um i mean not that i count like the views on my episodes my podcast shows as really much of probably real views but i was getting like six or eight hundred per episode which i thought was a lot on instagram it's probably only 200 people really fucking watched it yeah, you know? yeah. but like now it's like 100 150 and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't believe that was just like lack of. So you, you're see what you are. You're in the gray zone, right? There's there's a black shadow ban and a gray shadow ban. The black is nobody sees your shit. Gray is they'll let it go out to like the people that really follow you, and but like the peep the fringe people won't get to see it anymore. Yeah. Well, I've even right. noticed that with me and other accounts. Like this one that I haven't seen in months, so I'd have to go look for it. Yeah. Well, I, I was well, my, I was talking last night on I, I started that this <laughs> Monday night master debaters and we were talking about shadow bands because everyone on there is basically in one way or another shadow band or their numbers in the last like week to two weeks have like plummeted. Huh. Yeah, mm. I've got a I've gained a hundred followers on Instagram in the past like month, but still nobody sees my shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's just like what the hell? I've I've gained all of these followers. But yet nobody sees my posts. Yeah. And are like, are you public not, or private? Right? I'm public. Okay. And and yeah. do you hashtag a lot? Uh, I did for a while, but it gets you, I think, like when you use certain hashtags, it kind of puts it, it makes it easier for them to shadow ban you because then they just search, search certain hashtags. Like my first few 
uh, post that I did with hashtags because my wife got me into it. Um, like I got hundred, the most views I've ever gotten. And I was like, oh shit, here it is. Okay, cool. And then as I did it, they just dwindled and dwindled and dwindled to where even my hashtag posts were getting 20 views. Yep. Like, mm. I'm just going, what the hell? This stuff went from 300 views to 20. Yeah. And then Facebook's the same way. I've got a, I've got way bigger following on Facebook than I do on Instagram. And like, I'll have the same like six people that comment on stuff. Mm. And that's all it is. Like I'll get five people to like it and like a handful of people to comment. Mm. Yeah. And Twitter just Twitter completely wiped my page out. Like it's gone. They didn't warn me. They didn't say anything. It was just gone. My, my, my page got nuked this summer. I, I don't know what happened. Like all of a sudden yep. one day I had like, you know, 8,000 followers. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. It went down to like five. And then now I can't even get into it. Like I can, my page is out there still. I can see it, but I can't get into it. And whenever I try to log right, in, it won't let me in. That's the way mine is. Like they, they said that I did something and I was like temporarily banned. And then they just, it's just done. Like, I can't, I can't do anything. Sorry. I got to fly this buzzing around. It's <laughs> driving me crazy. Y'all are going to see me just like swatting at it. Like what the hell is he doing? Yeah, man, I got, uh, I guess you call it shadow band on Facebook like a couple of years ago. And you know, it's like uh, somebody taught, told me how to go in there and actually, actually look. And it actually tells you if, when they limit your audience, you know, I forget where you really? go now, but I'd have to, I have to look at it again, but yeah, it said your audience has been limited for sharing. Um, I forget how it worded wow. it, but you know, going against community standards basically. So well, they, don't, in. they don't want people like us reaching swaths of people. Mm, exactly. I mean, between all of us, like if, if the four of us could get the ear of just say a small number, half a million people yep we we possibly change (laughs) everything uh yeah we could change everything instead i mean there's we got a good mix here of yeah instead they let the guys like d and what we were talking about last night is like on the shadow band side like the the guys like dc drano and project veritas they claim to get banned but they're always back up they you know and one of one of the people i was talking with last night actually got a strike for sharing one of DC Drano's posts that, and it got taken down, but it stayed up on his page. Yeah. I think, uh, I'm starting to think that project Veritas is a psyop, but that's what we talked about. It's every, it's all way too convenient. It gets, it's not getting banned. Like little shit is like, it's just being put out there. And it's like, wait, why do they, if you why aren't they getting smashed like we are? We're little yeah. people. Project Veritas is big time. And if you think about it, though, any of the stuff that they come out with that's like so exposing, nothing ever happens about it, though. I think exactly. it's just to, it's, it's just to, it's just to ruffle feathers and they get the pot. It's, going. it's yeah, just yeah, to yeah, create yeah. more. Yeah, it's just to create more radicals and piss people off. It's just to show us what they're doing, but know that there's nothing <laughs> yes. we can do about it. Yes. You know? mm. Yeah, that too. Because there, yeah. you had that lady from what, like the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, that was a whistleblower that he did, like a big one, like two weeks ago, and yeah. she got I'm fired from her for job it. for whistleblowing, which is illegal, right? It's right. Well, not only that, she she had like a GoFundMe or something that got like 
within a few days had like seven hundred thousand dollars in it. Yep. Wow. But it, and it's just like wait. But then on the other cool. side, they get that Facebook whistleblower out in front of Congress. You know that communist mm. bitch that yep. just wants everything controlled by the government. You know, it's like get out of here, man. Somebody posted something with Julian Assange, and it said real whistleblowers don't get on sixty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that's man, like I just. <laughs> it's like the 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 Facebook whistleblower. That chick immediately got on 60 Minutes. She got on everything. She was everywhere immediately. And she's saying Facebook isn't doing enough? Yeah, because she wants like, government wait. to step in, right? Right. Yeah. So it's just like, this sounds made up. And she's a huge <laughs> donor to the Democratic Party. Of course she yeah. is. Like us, not, like most of us in in this community smelled that bullshit a mile away. Oh, right away. Like it's like because we are the ones that are experiencing the ban hammer that is Facebook. I didn't even watch the video. And so, and for little stuff, yeah, I, Facebook got to the point to where I have to be really, really careful because what Facebook will do is I I respond with stuff and I'll say yeah, but and then go into my point. Right. Well, only on Facebook if I write yeah, but it changes but to bitch. And I'll get a I'll get a strike and get banned. Wow! Only on Facebook does it do that. That is wild. So I have to be I have to be really careful when I'm typing out posts because it'll be like, yeah, bitch, whatever. <laughs> and it's like shit that's gonna get me banned. And it fits too. It sucks. <laughs> it usually works. Yeah, so, bitch. Like, it's like, and, and I've done appeals where I'm like, no, 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 I really didn't mean to. <laughs> it corrected the word so i didn't i didn't write yeah bitch it's it's like you know with the tech stuff it's baked into the cake you know they know how to because they know that whole technical side of it even their politicians have no idea how to you know any of that works for the most part and so i don't think we can beat it on their own platforms you know and they know that so of course you know the people they allow to have thousands and thousands of followers and say certain things that are supposedly taboo you gotta wonder you know, if they are controlled opposition. And I know that word, that term gets thrown around a lot, but I don't know, man. I think you guys would probably agree. I think there's a lot more controlled opposition than maybe I actually thought even a, a year ago. I think Ron Paul's controlled opposition, yep. even if it's unbeknownst to him. Mm, yeah. he's 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 been allowed to be there. And it's, it's to justify that if we get the right people in. Mm -hmm. It's to yeah. keep people in the idea that the system can work. We just got to keep voting. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, and I think that's why actually, Ron Paul has been allowed to be there. You see a lot of him, I, and, I, him and Ted Cruz lately, right? Yeah. I've, I've met Ron Paul and I've talked to a lot of people that know him closely. To, so to think that he's like in on anything, that'd be the ultimate mind fuck if somebody told me he was. But I think he's just, you know, allowed. Well, you know, I would even say they probably just know it's not going to go anywhere anyway. Well, yeah, you know that's and that's why he's allowed yeah, to yeah, be there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I believe honestly, most of those politicians, once you get to that point, um, it's probably beyond politics, and it's like what you're into, what you know, what kind of like occultism possibly that you're involved with. And I could say you could probably have people there that you don't agree with, but out of respect of where they're at in other things, you'll just let them voice their opinion, but not really care for it. If you know what I'm saying, like, mm -hmm. 
It's like, all right, well, we can respect him in other ways. And yeah, we're not going to agree with him. So we'll let him talk. And it's not going to go his way because it's not written in the script anyway. You know what I'm saying? Ron Paul said that he would get locked out. Like if he was like eight seconds late to a congressional hearing, they would lock him out. So he couldn't be there. Like he had to jump through. He had to get there early. He had to do all of this shit to just to be able to be there. And he was usually the single no vote or single whatever. Like, he stood out on his own. And so, you know, when it's a force of one, like he is, and most of the media is also ignoring him, that was a big key. You know, that the Jon Stewart has that bit where he's, he's like, uh, he's showing clips of the news. And they're like, yeah, and so-and-so has dropped to second. And then we have Michelle Bachman in fourth and it's like, but, and John Stewart goes behind who he's like, they're treating Ron Paul like the 13th floor of a hotel. <laughs> they just won't talk about him. I, I, will say, though, I think what you said though, odd man about giving you a reason to vote. I could definitely, uh, I definitely agree with that. Cause I could say I reply all of us. I mean, I'm not even heavy into politics, but over like the last 10 or 15 years, I could say, it seems like every few years there's a, libertarian that pops up that seems to be like oh shit he's gonna do something it never goes anywhere yeah uh, jacob hornberger man <laughs> yeah. i was i was rock like it's solid almost behind like jacob it's like more hopium really yeah <laughs> i made t-shirts for jacob hornberger like i was like this is the dude like this dude is badass like i interviewed him on like my fourth episode like he was awesome what happened to him dude because like he was doing well, and then they put that lady in. I forget her name now. Pragmatic party man, the fucking left libertarians or whatever came in and just basically bullied everybody to go with the chick. Like, wow! It was like the chick and the crazy dude that runs around without a shirt because we have to do that. I mean, it's not embarrassing enough that there's a guy with a boot on his head, right? <laughs> like, come on. Like how fucking embarrassing is that shit? There's like, every libertarian, every libertarian should have been like, "Yo, like if we're gonna get the attention of people, we can't." Like I get the idea of mocking the system, but you have to look like them while mocking it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. where nobody's gonna take you seriously, and then everything you say is just going in one ear and out the other. They don't even fucking care. They're just laughing at the dude with the boot. Yep. Right. Yeah. Like. <laughs> It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Like, if you really want to try to change it through the system, you can't look fucking ridiculous. Right. Yeah. And, you know, they got uh, Dave Smith's talking about running next time. He's probably the best thing that's happened in since at least Ron Paul. But um, I think they'll probably threaten him. Something will happen where he won't be able to carry it out, you know, because he can actually speak to people who could pull people from the Republican party. And I'm talking like this whole thing is legit anyway, which it's not, but you know what I mean? Right. No. Well, I mean, Dave Smith has the, the quote from his debate with Nick Sarwark. And he said, you know, Nick Sarwark was like, would you rather change a million minds or get a million votes? And he goes, dude, you're not going to get a million votes until you change a million minds. And so he's like, I just want the platform. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if I get the votes. I just want the platform. Yeah, let me in the door. Uh, let me have a chance, yeah. right? And yeah. and he's so articulate and being a comedian, he's quick-witted, and he knows a lot of shit. I mean, he's spoken to everybody, so he knows foreign policy. He knows fucking everything rock solid. 
And if he's able to gain some traction, which I think he could, I mean, he knows a lot of really famous people. I mean, Joe Rogan endorses Dave Smith. That's fucking huge. Oh, yeah. Huge. Uh. And we're talking about, you know, finally waking people up and having a peaceful revolution. Mm. But they're not going to let it happen. Yeah. They threatened Ross. Ross Perot was a threat. And they had to threaten Ross Perot's family. And he bowed out because he didn't think his family was safe. That's, you know, on that, I've always heard that that was the case. But I read a book earlier this year. I, and it could not, maybe it's made up. But it was saying, this guy was saying that uh, Perot was offered the contracts. I forget whatever he did. It had something to do with computers, I think, was one of his businesses. And he got offered all the major contracts for the government if uh, he was to back off and just drop out. If, if, because they knew they figured if he dropped out, you know, Clinton would win. And that was the whole reason. But I, I don't know, man. I always heard that too, that he got threatened. Yeah. I mean, he, that's what he said it in a press conference. I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. He's like, due to the threats upon my family, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to do what's right for my family and I'm going to bow out of the race. Now, whether or not that's just what he said in public or whether or not it was some combination of, hey, we need you to bow out. We're going to threaten your family. And he was like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Well, what if we sweeten the deal with this, too? Yeah, that's you true. Know? That's very true. Like, okay, Al Gore, right? So we're not we we won't kill <laughs> yeah, your family and we'll give you this multi-billion dollar deal. How about that? Yeah. And he's like, like they let right, Gore become the climate czar, right? Instead of fighting the, uh, the Florida whole scenario, mm -hmm. the hanging chads yeah. or whatever the fuck it was. Right. He, he probably was able to make more money that way than if he had become president. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Of course. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> or John Kerry, you know, I mean, it's amazing how these people who go up against the bushes all of a sudden become these superstars in a different position in the cabinet. Yeah. Well, that's a really good point. Yeah. And those skull and bones guys, man. prevalent today. You're right, too. Yeah. And Kerry and Bush are both skull and bones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, they're all related in some way. Yeah. They all have ties. <laughs> if you look. At, at who they've been with, who their family is, what schools they went to, what secret societies, they're all linked together. All of them. I mean, like, Obama is apparently, like, a great cousin to Bush. To, uh, yeah, to Bush. Yep. And then Trump is related to Hillary Clinton. Like, mm -hmm. all of these motherfuckers are tied together. And yep. then you look at who they're getting married to, and Donald Trump Jr., is now like dating Gavin Newsom's ex-wife yep. or some shit. And then oh, Hillary wow. Clinton married George Soros's like great nephew. <laughs> you know, that's just the way like the central, uh, the, the federal reserve, all, all those families that started that intermarried. And uh, that's, that's yep. pretty much what a lot of those families have done ever since all the, you know, the big, uh, dynasty families dynastic families and whatnot here that there's a lot of that intermarriage like like and even like um nikki hilton's married to one of the rothschilds you know yep. i'm sure there's a lot more of that stuff than we even know about it's all that rh negative blood they gotta keep yeah. it pure you know keep it in the family right yeah i i think that was uh part of the coronavirus stuff is to get everybody to get tested to see if they could find that dna marker and who to give the placebo to, who not to, and whatnot. 
Uh, That's a good point. Who they want to keep alive and who they don't, because everybody's getting tested. They're getting blood work. They're doing all of this stuff, and they could easily just log all that and go, okay, who's got the stuff that we want to keep? Who's got the stuff that we want to eliminate? Yeah, who gets the saline? Who gets the poison? Yep. And I think people are going to die in mass oh, yeah. in the next few years. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be. I hate a lot. to even it's say it, but bad. I think that's going to happen too. Which is, which is I don't want to say a thing, but I really no, you don't want to think about it. But at the same time, you're like, the you have to take it, it, it as a reality is a possibility. I'm saying, yeah, but they're killing off their supporters. You know, like that's the crazy thing, right? But they're also killing off the dead weight. Yes, I've also wondered too. Like, and I hate to say it, like, and I'm not patting myself on the back, but like, if there was some kind of revelation that was coming. Maybe they assume the scared motherfuckers that are taking these jabs for no reason are not going to have any use when that does happen. So just let them knock themselves off. And the people that can stay statistically thinking and aren't fucking afraid to go outside the house can, you know, uh, kind of keep going with the cycle. I mean, and, and not to sound like I agree with what's going on, but I could see that making sense in a way also. Or it they're trying to kill as, off like, the well, week. Pick the best like, the, yes, exactly. And we'll we'll take the best about, of the best and uh, I guess we'll right, go forward with that. Exactly. Think about this, man. If you want a slave colony, do you want the strong people or the weak people to be your slaves? You don't want the weak people, even if they're easier to control. You don't want the weak ones because they can't do work and they break easier. You want the strong, resistant, resilient people to be your slaves because they're going to do the most work. They can be pushed harder. Yeah. And you think about it that how they haven't really, I mean, they they have publicly pushed for kids to get the jab and stuff, but they haven't really gone after it. And it's like, okay, if we can get rid of that older generation, here's a whole new generation we can just manipulate. I was just talking to my wife about that last night. I was like, what if, they're only talking about injecting kids, but they're never going to do it. I don't think they All they're will. trying to do is kill off the adults. Well, I said that Because the then beginning. they can rewrite history. They can start everything over again. Just like they did in the 1800s. You know, they did yep. that with the orphan trains. There were hundreds of thousands of orphans in the 1800s. You're thinking about that and you're like, where were their parents? And, and, and how do you yep. get hundreds of thousands of orphans when there's a, a much smaller population? It just didn't, it doesn't make any sense unless you had a mass extinction. Unless you I, just kill off all the adults. I even think Everybody that- over the age of 25 is what I was telling my wife. Yep. Anybody over 25, you're fucked. I thought even when whatever this shit was, whatever people died from, whatever they want to call it, uh, I honestly thought that that was the point of it too. I was like, it seems to be killing off the old people the most. Yeah, yep. you know, and, and, I think virus does though, right? Because yeah. they're the weakest, right? But we, if you think like politically, is, that would help a lot though, because like even like my my uh, my well, wife's parents, they're older. They're in their seventies. They were worried about it, but they're like typical old school Democrats. And I will tell you, they need to think right now is fucked up. The older generations, the baby boomers, pretty much everybody over sixty, is two things. They're not only generally the biggest conservative block of people, but they're also the most active voting population. Yep. Well, I think the older people still will be considered having conservative ideas no matter which side of the right. road you're on. So if you yeah. knock out the older people, like that's what I was getting at with my uh, 
my, you know, my mother and father-in-law, they even think what's going on now is fucking crazy. So if you wouldn't have knocked them off, you wouldn't have had, you know, uh, you would have had less resistance because they're old school Democrats and they even know this shit's going too fucking far. Well, if you, if you, if you kill everybody over the age of 25, right. And then propagate everybody that's left as well as implanting memories and basically giving everybody a Mandela effect of what happened when they were younger. There's nobody there to verify. So you can completely rewrite history and make people think that that's what it is and do it pretty easily. Because, I mean, what is it? The movie uh, Shazam, everybody thinks that freaking, what's his name? Uh, Sinbad is in. And that movie doesn't exist. But if you ask people of a certain age, hey, you remember that movie Shazam with Sinbad? And they're like, yeah, I remember that movie. It doesn't exist. He was actually a white guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, but everybody, like, you put those two things together for some reason. See, and that's a wild thing, though, that whole Mandela effect thing, because, you know, there's some people that swear by, and there's things I swear that they were, I remembered a certain way, and it's different now. And, but at the same time, it's like, you know, there's people that say maybe there was something happened with that whole CERN, when CERN set off back in 2012, that threw a glitch in the timeline, you know, and it merged timelines. And now we were living on one timeline, but now we're hopped into another one. So we're getting a different (laughs) timelines worth of, you know, information. I love it. I love it. Like uh, there's a meme that's going around that has gone around for a while. It's like, what if we actually all died in 2012 and this is hell? Yep. (laughs) I've heard that before. Yeah. Well, that's what tri- Tripoli oh, yeah, said. Like we're in some like alternate, uh, you know, or some other yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, because Tripoli says this it is would the lowest sense. level of heaven, the highest level of hell, you know? That's where we're in right now. And it's like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I have, I love theories like that where it's like, like I'm a big simulation theory guy. Yeah. I love simulation theory because it can't be proven or disproven. It's, it's the perfect theory. Yeah. Prove me wrong. And it can be manipulated, right? You can can manipulate it. It's all numbers-based, right? you know? So the code can be changed at any time. Anytime. Like I was, uh, there's a, what's his name? Uh, Donnie Gebbard, who's uh, a known kind of podcaster dude. Um, I forget what his podcast is, but I went to uh, Childeberg last year, or I guess this year. When was that? I don't even remember anymore. Everything's blurred together. <laughs> uh, but I went to Childeberg and Donnie Gebbard was there and I had an argument with him about simulation theory. And he kept being like, no, man, it can't be a simulation because there's things I can verify and blah, blah, blah. And Like I can do mathematical equations to find certain things. And I was like, but whose math are you doing? Like, where'd you learn it? Their math. Like, It's not your math. I said, how do you know a foot's a foot? You were told a foot's a foot. I said, maybe that's just all a part of the program. And he was just going fucking crazy. It was amazing. It was amazing. I loved it. But simulation theory is the one that generally can break people's brains because they don't want to accept the fact that none of this could be real. Yeah. And that's the that's the wild thing, right? Is that you can't prove it, but you can't disprove it. So right? it's that infinite loop argument. And you can it's just go per- round the, and rounds. It's the perfect theory. Yeah. It's the perfect theory. 
<laughs> like there's there's no way to argue either direction really yeah are we in the matrix well you know what this might be a good time to go into the idea that we were tossing around before with the alternate reality fucking you know i, I had mentioned in the chat before with them i i even feel like twitter and instagram and all these things they're just a, a totally different alternate reality well, yeah, it's to paint your own narrative. And, and but it's I become reality in, for people. That's the whole. Well, I believe in manifesting. So you're going to manifest the reality that you focus on, right? Yeah. So if you put enough energy into it, and I think that may be what the 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 cabal, the occult, whatever you want to call them, the, the globalists are doing is they've cast a spell on everybody and they've gotten them to focus their energy on this one thing. And it's just so focused on it that it's created this alternate timeline or dimension like we were saying i mean like it's this think about it it's this weird thing that's happened where you know people aren't they're not even thinking like anymore no they're there, there are know, people we are in the zombie ap- apocalypse they're a bunch of brainless zombies and facebook and twitter and Instagram, you know, everybody walks around with their fucking phone six inches from their face and they're buried in that. And that's their world. Not what, because if they just put that stupid shit down and looked around, they would realize what they're seeing on their little alternate universe isn't actually happening. Yep. Like people don't hate each other. We're not dropping dead. People aren't getting sick at a high rate. Like this is all bullshit. Just put your fucking phone down yeah, yeah. and realize that you are being a, a reality is being created for you. And, and we know they're using that data to build that reality, right? They are, they course. are building, using it to fuel that simulation or whatever they're using it for, because all they're doing, that's the whole purpose of, you know, life log was just to collect data. Yeah, I mean, I think it all is because they basically right? like they basically want to get to a point where it's like Minority Report, right? Where they can predict yeah. and know what you're going to do before you do it. Well, you already get ticketed for that shit now. If you're speeding or drunk driving but didn't yeah. hurt anybody, you're you're already getting pre-crime shit now, and it's only going to get worse. I mean, every ticket a cop writes you is is based on pre-crime shit, right? Whether it's registration, blinker light bulb out speeding it's all well you could hurt somebody yeah and it's it's all we based, gotta have your... it's all based on admiralty law right it's not based on natural mm-hmm. law it's all based nope. on that admiralty law I, i'm actually yeah, I'm the water, love the water right? word magic right here i mean this thing uh, you can't see it but word magic by uh pow chang and it goes into all of that how basically they've created this system using magic in the words right so you know like your birth certificate and and how they be and your parents right i never even put this together parents it's p-a-i-r-r-e-n-t-s so your parents are basically renting you from the government because once you register with a birth certificate you are now an entity of the government this is a good segue because words have meanings right without a doubt i feel the same way like government Government literally means mind control. Yes. Like it, that that's literally what it means. So we can we can use this to pivot to a story I was telling the guys about earlier. You know this Gabby Pepito and yeah. Brian Laundry. Yeah. Such bullshit. Brain Dude, laundry. Gabby. Okay. That was the right. story. I was trying to think. Brain trying to think laundry. Of- Brainwash. Gabby Pepito. Small talk. And and her name spells out I pet goat. <laughs> 
also from that. Remember that weird yeah. my pet goat? Yeah, me and Lux oh. did something on that. On a, yeah. we're doing like, it was like one of our original things we did on an occult rejects. Yeah. That shit's wild, dude. But I think that's a complete false flag psyop to completely distract people and yet also speak things into existence. You know, they want us saying certain things it's, because saying them over and over again gives them power. Yeah, it's like and, John Benet Ramsey, right? That whole thing was a farce. Right. Even it, like I go as far as the word Israel. Israel is three different God's names. Isis, Ra, and El. And saying the word gives them all power. I heard a good one today. Catholic. Cat hole lick. And suppose, <laughs> supposedly there's a stage in Freemasonry where they have to lick a cat's asshole. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> and oh, that's well, there's a, another one that's going around this is, uh, me, is Cathedral. Yeah. Cathode. Cathode. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I've been into that word yeah. magic lately because it's, it's it's wild, you know. Or you yeah, look man. at uh, politic, little tick, right? They're just mm-hmm. little ticks, parasites, you know. It's uh, well, all of this shit has meaning. Yeah, all of it. All I, of I it. took that whole thing with Gabby is almost like seeing the uh, the death of the Virgin and the rise of the Scarlet Order. Uh, it do they like the like people say their symbolism is what is going to bring them down. Because they just, and now they're getting so blatant with it, it's mocking. Like, they're making it so simple that it, I mean, the Moo variant. Yeah. The Moo variant. Delta variant. Seriously. That puts you to sleep. Delta is, yeah, Delta's a low brain wavelength. Like, it it basically means stupid or asleep. What was Moo? And then Moo, Moo, not only is the sound cows make, but MU translated in multiple definite multiple languages means non-existent, not there, nothing. Like, uh, yeah, I remember the people when I think about that this a, like a cow and uh, yeah. Hathor uh, was associated with a cow, and she's uh, like the Egyptians. Uh, one of one of many mm-hmm. Egyptian versions of the Scarlet Whore. Her and Isis would be the top two. So that made me even think about it too, because of the moo. As silly as it sounds, I thought of a cow. I was like, oh, that's Hathor. That's the Scarlet Whore. <laughs> yeah, the first I saw of it was, I forget who posted about it or said something about it. It might have been like Charlie Robinson or something. Um, but it was like the definition of Moo, like what it translates yeah, I saw that to. Too, it was yeah. just like, After oh, shit. Well, and you, and you look at really? a lot of language, they, they refer to us as animals in so many different ways. You know, like I, it, it, whores and horse. Um, you know, you go into all these different terms that are like, they're all animal related that they use for us because they see us as animals. They use pigs a lot as symbolizing us. Yeah. I mean, all they're doing right now is Uh, herd immunity. What, what I said, um, even at the very beginning of this shit, I said, what has happened is we saw protests around the world there were some in australia there was like the yellow jackets in france there was the virginia gun rally where twenty five thousand people showed up on the capitol stairs but i think there was one in like spain and brazil like before the rona there were all of this shit that was going on around the world hong kong had like nine million protesters and then coronavirus hits and i said man all they're doing is Everybody was, it was all the freaking jailhouse crew 
were getting rowdy and they're scaring everybody back into their camp, their, their cells. Like they're trying to get everybody to go back in, beg for government to take back over. Like, and that was my first instinct was they're doing this to scare everybody to look back to government to solve their problems again. They did a pretty good job at it. Yeah, oh, you got did. people begging for more now. Yeah. You know, there yeah. it, it basically, you know, I would uh, a good on both sides of, too. If people don't yeah, want to oh, yeah, it, on both pers- sides do a good percentage <laughs> yeah. of Ameri- of worldwide are now in a serious stage of Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, you had a yeah. you had for like four and a half years the left screaming like hashtag resist like we're gonna resist and now all they preach is obey well that's like rage against the machine right they used to say no. fuck you now they want you to get vaccinated to come see him play get the hell out of here wild punk rock yep. is dead yep it's it's super punk to comply yeah it's super punk to be establishment hacks it's mega punk you- i saw a guy the other day dude i like i don't I don't like the word triggered and I try not to get triggered, but I pulled up to a gas station and this dude was pumping gas with a misfits mask on. And I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. How dare you blaspheme the misfits by wearing a mask? That's unbelievable. I got out of my car. I was on the phone with my wife and I was like, man, compliance is so punk rock. (laughs) My wife was like, dude, shut up. Like, no, fuck these people. What are they going to do? Man, I went, I went to see Henry Rollins, I think, I want to say it was around the 2014 election. And um, it was one of his spoken word things. I'd seen him before in like 98, and it was very funny. It was He reminded me of Robin Williams. It was just really funny. And I like Black Flag, and I like Rollins Band, and all that stuff. So um, it ended up being like him just like he kept mentioning Ron Paul and making fun of Ron Paul and Ayn Rand and calling people racist because basically they wouldn't support Obama. I mean, he kept dropping those little things. And I was just like, dude, you're, you know, you're a punk rocker and you're basically just telling people not to rebel against the government, just to go along with the establishment, just because they're promising people some goodies, basically it's really disheartening, man. But that was kind of he he is a, a disappointing yes, adult. Absolutely. And he he you know he was pretty vocal and oh go ahead, man. Go ahead. No he was pretty vocal on the West Memphis Three shit too. Yeah, yeah, he was in in um which I thought was uh, you know, and you know, I'll be honest, back then I had really thought that they uh that they were innocent. You yeah. know, and honestly with when I heard about it, I was practicing magic. So of course I took it as like, oh, you know, I was just biased and defensive. Yeah. And uh, because of William Ramsey and just being open minded and listening to a lot of his stuff and like actually looking into shit that he said, there is a lot of stuff that we have not seen on TV that was mentioned in court that does make them look guilty. It was definitely presented to us paradise lost and a biased fucking view, I think. Yeah. You know, um, it's like just the way Johnny Depp was big about them, too. And Pearl Jam. Yeah. Vocal about them. Yeah. And, you know, Johnny's like really good friends with Marilyn Manson and. Uh, but, you know, the way those boys were killed, you know, kind of seems and you, you probably know a little bit more about that to, than me, but like kind of ritualistic in a way, because I know it was like, weren't they uh, in water? Like they left them in, I don't yes. know, and the biting and different things like that. I don't know, man. It seems weird. I feel like a lot of uh, like that and the smiley face killers because of being associated with water a lot. Uh, 
I think a lot of that ha- does have to do with, with realistic stuff. It's like showing that you sent the person back to the abyss. Well, it's, uh, it's- who all who all got hung in the same way? It was like Anthony Bourdain. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mr. Bennington, Chris Cornell. Yeah, there was Chris Cornell. There was that chick, um, Kate Spade. Kate Spade. Yeah. Um, there was a handful of people all within like six months that all died hanging from a doorknob. And like, if that's and not you were still, saying like on. a red necktie too, something right. with that too. Yeah, it was, no, <laughs> it, I have one. It was very specific, and I think Epstein was was hung in as close to the same fashion as possible, given his his location. So I think even his death was symbolism to the same as all of those hangings, where it was like this is this is us telling you that who did it. Mm. You know what I've often uh, wondered. And I'm not like discrediting like the Clinton's uh, body count. You know, I'm not trying to do that. But uh, <laughs> have you ever seen like the movie? I think it was Lazarus or there was like movies. Um, fuck, I can't remember the other movie. There was one where it's like people I think it was like in a hospital setting where they were like basically killing themselves for a few minutes and then bringing them back. And they would come back like all flatliners. Yes, and they would come back with like these crazy fucking shit going on. Yeah, now, dude, now, now that is, is crazy movie done on a low budget uh way by choking yourself out, believe it. Or not. Oh, yeah, we used to do that. So, as kids. I have wondered are some of these that we've seen with these doorknob hangings, or just is that just some cheap occult experiment gone wrong? Well, yeah, they said some of it themselves not actually trying to, were they just trying to choke themselves out, like the guy from NXS jerking off and choked himself to death? That when could have been some sexual some magic shit all of these people were trying to expose the pedophile ring like oh, no, i'm just talking about other people others, that die people that that do that i'm not just talking about oh sure sure others okay but like the people that committed this that, that supposedly committed the suicides air quotes um that was not some kind of magic thing that was a that was a definite message no i'm just saying like when you see like a people, list of like 35 people you know or you know, whoever this count is, I'm just saying it's a good possibility. Some of those could be from that may mm-hmm. not necessarily be that they were killed. I do think uh, people do die that way. And it's just not told that, you know, the person was trying to choke themselves and jerk off so they can, you know, have a magical experience. We're not going to put that out there. They just killed themselves. Well, what about like Whitney Houston <laughs> and her daughter both dying in a bathtub? Oh, yo, she was dead up there for hours before they even let anybody up there. Yep. They had a party underneath her. But you know, like some ritualistic party while yes. she's dead upstairs. Sometimes they will. Sometimes that's another thing. You will try to have that experience in a thing of water in a bathtub. So when you come back, it's like fucking being reborn back into the fucking womb again. And it's supposed to be more comfortable and just easier for your body to deal with when you fucking go out there for a while. Those motherfuckers you think, died. Uh, you think. You think people like Bobby Brown and uh, Whitney Houston that got all fucking coke and smacked out that they were doing that because of the deal they signed and they felt bad about it and they were trying to drown their fucking demons. I think a lot of people dealing with problems is because they're just trying to escape the reality of the situation they're in. Well, sure. But like super rich, successful people in general. Yeah. Yeah, Like maybe they realized that, you know, after the deal was done, what they had done. And so, because you have so many of these rich people just getting super into drugs after they get super famous and it's like 
Is it because you're famous or is it because of what you did to get famous? It's like that deal with the devil, right? And you, you right. can't get your soul back and you realize that and you're like, well, what am I going to do now? I I, I, right. no, I can't get this back. I'm full of darkness now. I'm just, I got to get out of here or just bury yep. it, you know? And so you do a bunch of drugs just to kind of try to deal with it. I think that's, right. I think that's a lot. Like when you hear about all these famous people going, oops, oh boy. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> all those famous Sound people like, here, I'm going the to like these, these expensive fucking like rehabs and shit. I've often wondered, like, is that because like they're just so fucked up over the situation they're in? They're just checking into a place. No, you know what just- that is? A lot of that is mind control. A lot of that I is that too, actually. Yeah, yeah, they go in, they go into rehab to be free clinics like that. Like you you look at Kanye, he went in there when he came out, he came out with blonde hair which is a sign of modern yeah. mind control, you know, and then same thing with uh, Britney, you know, and a lot of these famous musicians and, and Robert Downey. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. I mean, I'll tell yeah, you, he went in, he went in a freaking cokehead, freaking blowing all his money and came out like the best actor. Anybody's Stepped ever in seen. shit with Iron Man, right. For three blockbusters yep. just came, came out loaded and, and yeah. Who's to say he didn't just, you know, he, he he got that mind control. They were able to control him and do whatever you want. Okay, now we got you. Now we'll let you be fa- real famous, you know, or rich. Or real famous. Yeah. Like highest paid actor ever. Like Tom Cruise-ish. Yeah. Yeah. By the dude, way, did you I see mean, him the other night? He was at a baseball game. No. Dude looks what? totally different. Looks like he's going to pop, right? He's yeah. like swollen. What? His he face like is like so swollen and, and like he almost it looks like he has a fat mask on. Or like he got stung by a bee. What? He's allergic to some shit. Yeah. He's been taking prednisone for like two months. I wonder if he's had some uh, recent uh, plastic surgery and maybe he's still swollen from it. But you'd think he wouldn't come out in public, though. If that was that was, right. that was the excuse they used, Odd Man, was that, yeah, he must have had some recent work. But you look at him and you're like, well, on the other side, you wonder if he got poked. And if he got poked, is, you know, he getting, is that one of the side effects? Mm, yeah oh, that's course. true probably very possibly you know but i i don't know with somebody like tom cruise it could be just that his clone is having trouble <laughs> coming all the way back to you know the proper form right. still, it's funny i was i was talking about this with somebody the other day because i saw one of those because they came out or coming out with that top gun bullshit remake another remake that they can't be original with uh. And they showed the the female lead from the original and Cruz side by side then and then side by side now. And she is a hot mess, you know, just swollen and gross and old looking. And he looks the same as he did back when it came out in the 80s. Yeah, she didn't age well. No. Of course, she didn't have, you know, a cult called Scientology uh, behind her. And, yeah, I was just going to yeah, say a that. Of, yeah, a bunch of adrenochrome and hundreds of millions of dollars Did you guys notice how much they're throwing adrenochrome into programming now yeah into like mainstream tv uh-huh. Uh-huh. like netflix really? every other show on netflix has adrenochrome in it american horse to discredit it yep. oh, uh, yeah i will say even it's to make the the conspiracy theorists that say they're doing adrenochrome look crazy yep like i've had that theory forever like they'll they'll put this stuff out there so when you start talking about it, it's like, oh, you've just watched too much fucking TV or whatever. Well, it was in Fear and Loathing, and so, right? They, yeah. That's one of the things Johnny did. That was the first time I ever heard of it, yeah. Yeah. 
I will say though, right now, uh, I have seen a lot of, uh, like he said, uh, adrenochrome popping up and even like, um, you had American Horror Story, you had Midnight Mass recently. You've also had a lot of shows coming out with just consumption of blood as well. Yep. You and know, there was like, a lot with that, like uh, the fact of blood being some sort of uh, want or need. And they made a big deal, uh, about, you know, the fight that went on this weekend, the Fury Wilder fight. Before it, they were making a big deal about how in the second fight, Fury was licking Wilder's blood off of him. And then they asked him like interview question about I didn't see the answer, but he they made it. They asked him a question about that. Like, why would you lick his blood? And he gave like a legit answer, like as to why he would do it. And it was like, what the fuck? Why are we even talking about this? (laughs) Well, I've seen fighters do stuff like that, and it's just for pure intimidation. It's kind of nuts, but they do it just to psych the other person out. Like, fighters are at a very extreme state. And so, to think they're making completely rational decisions (laughs) while trying to crush another man's skull. I mean, like, it's a completely irrational behavior to begin with. Oh, yeah. You know, so they're not making... I mean, they're biting people's ears off. They're licking (laughs) blood. I mean, whatever. Mike Tyson... Let's give us a good show. Whatever, guys. That's the old Roman Coliseum, I, The only right? thing with the only thing with sports that I don't I disagree with is that I think we should let them all do fucking whatever enhancement drugs they want to. Let's just see how freakishly fucking insane we can get these guys and have them smash the shit out of each other. Like, well, they did that. I want to see. I want to see a four hundred pound linebacker that has one percent body fat running like a four two forty and runs like yeah runs like a four two forty like just a monster so guys like three hundred pounds in the ring like, shit. yeah three hundred pounds and as fast as a gazelle like that's what well, that's I like bob, that's the football game they had bob sap back in the day in, in mixed martial arts i mean this dude was like i don't know six five three fifty just a monster of a black dude and he would just go in there and pummel people Oh, yeah, dude, you had beasts. There were some just monsters in mixed martial arts. Just, I mean, Tank Abbott was one of the originals, and that dude would just pound people's fucking skulls in. In and outside the (laughs) ring. Yeah, that dude didn't give a shit about nothing. What's his name? Uh, What is it, Mark Fry? Uh, Dan Fry. Dan Fry. Dan Fry. Dude, that guy. Don Fry, Don Fry, sorry. Don Fry. I like I would not want to piss that dude. No. I don't want to piss that's a man, out. dude. He's got that, that, dude, that he is a look. big yeah. <laughs> that dude is like 280 pounds, like six foot tall, like just a monster. Straight gorilla DNA, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Big block fucking head. Yep. Just thick as fuck. Like like <laughs> And Rogan told a funny story about him one night when they went out in Alabama and he said he's basically a step above a caveman. You know, the guy's just out there to fight and bang chicks. That's all he wanted to do. That was the whole purpose in life. I've heard interviews with that dude. He doesn't, he gives like, he gives zero fucks. Oh, none. Like he doesn't care. And who's going to tell him that he needs to. Yeah. Like, Good luck with that. Dudes. Like, nah, man. You don't tell you don't tell Don Fry what to do. Just let that dude be Don Fry. Yeah, you don't poke the bear. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm scared of very few people. He would be one of them. Yes. Uh, like, 
Like, I mean, I would like, what would it be like to walk around like, like just this animal, just an apex predator, right? Like, like, dude, don't fuck with me. I will rip your arms off. (laughs) And that's not an exaggeration. Like, I'm not a small dude, but if you were to throw like, I don't know, another six, eight inches on me and another hundred pounds, I like. You got gorilla status. Yeah. I don't give a fuck now. At 200 pounds and 5'9". Like, I don't give a shit. I walk around and, like, like people don't fuck with me about masks and shit, fortunately. I've never had to deal with anybody really talking shit. Um, but, God, I can't imagine, like, being Don Fry huge. <laughs> Who's going to tell you to do anything? No, Nobody's going to talk shit to you. I have a friend that's that big, but he's the most gentle, nice person ever. Um, he's a personal trainer and a power lifter. And he weighs like 340 pounds and he's like 6'5". He is just huge man. He is a huge man. But he, like, if I was his size, dude, <laughs> don't, just don't talk to me, okay? Like, this, it's not going to go well for you. I couldn't imagine being that big. It's like, like attractive people, like super attractive people. Like, what's it like just walking around like that? Yeah, just going into a club knowing I can pick anything I want out of here and I'm taking it home with me. You know what's funny? I kind of thought about something like that at the gym a few days ago. I was walking around and like the gym I go to, it's not like fucking like really like uh, not everybody there is like what I'm going to explain now. But you will see chicks that walk around with like the fucking stank face on with like Mm -hmm. like if they had a quarter in their back pocket, you would know what side it's on. Like they're definitely there thinking they're hot shit. And want to be looked at, but they walk around with this like superiority, like everybody's fucking below me. You stink like shit. Look, what goes yeah. on in that person's fucking head all day that has made right. them like that person? Well, there's like, a, is this going to be a, a totally different fucking brain in there that none of us could even comprehend? Yeah, like what world do these people live in? Right? Like there, there's a there's a guy at the gym that I go to, and he I don't know if he's good looking because he's always wearing a goddamn mask. <laughs> But um, he's a like tall, very built dude. And I so desperately want to walk up to him and be like, man, all that muscle and you're still a pussy. (laughs) Yo, yo, I was. What a waste, man. (laughs) A couple of months ago, I was in Stop and Shop. No lie. I had to go like return something while my wife was online or we forgot something. So I was like running back to like fucking produce. And I'm coming back and I see this fucking kid at like the customer service line, fucking Metallica master of puppet shirt on and a fucking mask on when you don't have to wear one inside the store. And I literally walked up to him. I shit you not. I fucking walked up to him. I said, you know how crazy it looks. You wearing this shirt and wearing this mask right now. And he just fucking looked at me and said nothing. And I just fucking walked back to my wife. And I was like, this is mind blowing. The masks that are American flags. Yeah, no, it's That's like a regular surgical one. It wasn't even like a, it wasn't blinged out or nothing. The masks that are American flags are hilarious. I used to be um, in this group in Austin called Austin and Caps. I'm about to talk shit about them a little bit. Um, but they're a bunch of LARPers, man. They were making freaking and cap masks. And I'm like, what are you doing? We're freedom like, fighters. Like, what are you doing? Like most of them, most of them freaking masked up. Yep. very willingly and i'm just like and and i got kind of ostracized from the group for calling people out for being hypocrites um and it's just like 
come on guys like well it's like it's just a social club so you can talk about you think you're cool because you can talk about rothbard Ooh, you've read rothbard and you like you follow fucking ron paul on instagram oh my god like like come on like what are you actually doing it's like some of these uh you know patriotic apparel companies that sell like chinese t-shirts (laughs) <laughs> it's like come on man you're yeah. trying to you're trying to tell me you're you're an american company but you're buying all your products come from china get the fuck out of here come on yeah i mean i'm about to start a t-shirt company but i'm gonna make the shirts but uh they'll probably be from china or thailand or some shit because that's where shirts come from <laughs> like, that's just, in, like, that's just where the they come States. from I think they're cheap as shit. Buy a bunch of those. And I don't. Yeah, but see, I don't want my shirts to be cheap. I'm no, like, I don't want thick, them to like but I'm be, just saying they're cheap. I want like them to shirts. be like. I, I should like hook you thin, up. Like, hook you up. My, feel like vintage. My buddy Ryan does his own shirts. Yeah, I was, I'm thinking yeah. about using him myself. If there's if there's an American brand that feels as good as the shirt that I have on now, that's all nice and smooth and like vintage kind of feel, then I'll buy it. Yeah, no, these are but legit shirts. I got like, I got probably almost a dozen of his shirts now just because I like them and they got cool yeah. shit on them, like conspiracy realist and shit like that. But uh, he's got a great one that says government is the vi- is the virus. Yeah, I've seen that. Love yeah. that. Yeah. I want to get that one, actually. But yeah, he I'm not sure they're either from America or South America, but he, re- you know, yeah. refuses to buy them from China. But they're, yeah. they're quality shirts. I'm cool with South America. Yeah, actually, his new ones are Lee, so they might be. Now, hold on, let me check here. I just got some today. Yeah, that's funny. I was I've actually thinking about of... having him make me shirts and see if they sell. Shit, I'll make them, man. I'm starting my t-shirt company in the very, very near future. Yeah, his are from Honduras. Oh, that's not bad. No, I mean, South we've America. done enough to fuck up that country. We might as well give them. Some At least of we our could do is throw them some money dollars. for some shirts, right? Yeah, yeah maybe buy more shirts and they'll stop coming here dude those were freedom bombs you know that i have money (laughs) (laughs) the government bombed the shit out of that place it's a fucking wasteland Uh, right where didn't they bomb the shit out of (laughs) let's be honest very valid point home and abroad touche (laughs) (laughs) they had they had gay flags on them so it would they were about equality it's like uh who did we give who do we give like billions of dollars to for transgender education or gay? Oh, it was like India education? or some shit like that. India some like some Middle shit. Eastern country that doesn't even believe in it. What the what the fuck? You get like killed. That shit's just money laundering. We're like, yeah, we're just gonna give it to them. Oh, of course we know. How am I gonna know if well, that fucking shit went to anywhere over in India? They give it to India. They they give India like fucking ten billion dollars. And then and then fucking $5 billion gets donated from India to the Clinton Foundation. Yeah, it's what Biden did in Ukraine, right? I mean, that's the whole circle yep. jerk they did there. They gave them these <laughs> things to go against Russia. And, and China. The money came right back. And China. And China, Biden's yep. fucking, yeah. Biden's son had a, like, multi-billion dollar deal in China. You know, it's just like, like, come on. Like, how obvious does this shit need to get? It was like, like uh, you know, during the Cold War... Uh, I think it was Anthony Sutton that kind of broke it, but like our government was giving the Soviets, you know, foreign aid and they were turning around and buying weapons and material with it to fight us or supposedly fight us eventually. And uh, American companies, they were even buying stuff from American companies to make their weapons and whatnot. It's like, and then when he tried to expose it, you know, the, the Hoover Institute told him to stop. So 
I wonder how, how long this shit's been going on, you know, that we've been creating these, basically creating our own uh, enemies, our government, so they can pretend to fight them and use our money and scare the shit out of us to make us malleable to so we're, you know, because we're afraid that this enemy is going to come over and kill us if we don't do what our government says, you know. I think it started in 1776, my man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it probably did. You it could probably trace did. it all the way back to the founding fathers. Yeah. It's really, that really wasn't that long ago. No. no. In the grand scheme of things, that was like yesterday. Yeah. Like, that wasn't very long ago. And... That's even if the time is correct, too. And we know nothing about it in reality. Right. Well, I I mean, I've been telling a lot of people lately that I don't believe shit unless I saw it. Yep. Like, if it's in history, if maybe enough people, older people can verify it, and people that I find trustworthy can verify it. Again, Mandela Effect is very powerful and can make you think things happen that didn't. Um, But, man, I don't. I don't trust history. No, I think all. from like, None you know, of all of AD, I think at least probably 500 to a thousand years is bullshit. Well, I mean, Jack, Jack thinks that the fucking, what was it? The dark and ages the world's from like, and stuff like yeah. that from like 1300 to 1600 never fucking happened. Yeah, it's 600. It's 600 to 900 basically. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's like 300-year period that basically doesn't fucking exist. Well, then you go into Anatoly Fomenko, who's a Russian guy who's getting big, you know, now. he's He's been around forever. But he claims a 1,000 years have been added to the timeline. That's I've been what hearing that a lot. About what they, what they used to do them. is... Tell the same stories over and over well, again. When, yeah, when they were writing the years back then, it went when it changed over to... They used to put an I, a lowercase i or a lowercase j... Mm-hmm to say like before Jesus, after Jesus, then they changed it to an uppercase I. Well, what does an uppercase I look like? It looks like a one. So Uh, you couldn't tell the difference if it was I, you know, 685 or 1685. So it's a lot. There's a lot of, there's a ton of fuck. I even think Roman numerals were used because you can manipulate the date easier with that. Yeah. By adding from one side of the map. And the characters have been used over and over, right? They use. Well, yeah. Like everything from the Bible was actually myths from thousands of years before it manipulated. Yep. To fit their story. Yep. Cause I was, I was actually uh, listening to Benjamin Balderson, who's a heathen and he, he was saying, yeah, we were around before the Abrahamic religions and they just didn't consider us human, you know? So they said that Adam and Eve were the first humans, but we were already here, you know? And how, how does, you know, Cain run away and come back with a wife if he's one of the first four people. Well, you know, Adam and Eve left and ran into. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. Yeah. I it, like. I've I've thought so much about the Adam and Eve scenario, and that had to be like two chosen people put in a spot, and the rest of the world was still populated. Like there was there were people there, but it was like these two people that were pure. They were put in this spot to see if they'd fuck up. And, like, and did they fuck up though? All they did was take knowledge. You know, that's the thing. Like they they make well, right. that story out to be like they did some. It's this bad thing. Yeah. Well, I have I have two theories on that. Okay, so um, were the gods mad because they ate from the fruit of knowledge and became like them, or was the serpent telling them to eat of the fruit of knowledge to give them knowledge they weren't ready for, so they would abuse it? 
and yeah, and the serpent though was the symbol for knowledge back then. Right? right. It's been perverted now to right. represent that it's this evil Satan devil worshiping shit. It's just this. I mean, if you look at like paramedic symbol or whatever, it's like the, the snake the fucking thing. Right. So um, it was always knowledge and like the smart, you know, they, they and, and so I think that's one of the reasons that they say that the bad guys are the reptilians. And it's because the reptilians are actually the fucking good guys. Because they're the wise ones, they're the the sages, they're the ones expanding knowledge, and so they've they've turned them into this bad guy. Well, it's like the whole St. Patrick's story, right? Sent to Ireland to get rid of the snakes. There's no snakes in Ireland. It was just yep. to get rid of the old world knowledge, you know, the the the, the originals. Yep, they're constantly rewriting history. I think that we've just been in this perpetual state of, of getting history rewritten. And I think we're at the one of the lowest brain functions we'd, we've ever been at. I mean, if you look at some of the stuff that was built 10,000 years ago, it was way more advanced than anything we can do now. Like, people think that just because we can do Zoom videos and we got Facebook and shit, that we're this technologically advanced culture. Well, we're not. Most people can't do simple math. Like, we're a culture of freaking idiots. We are the real-life play-out of the movie Idiocracy. Like, we're just really, 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 really stupid. And we just have fancy devices. Well, the more... I kind of look at it like this. Like, the more knowledge we get, the dumber we get, in a way. At least the masses. And I kind of look at it like... I mean, Adam and Eve, whatever you believe about that, it wasn't like they were stupid. You know, they had a certain amount of knowledge. But... Was it that they, if they ate ate the fruit, whether you believe that's just a myth or like a analogy or something, and got all the knowledge, was that too much? And is that why they were forbidden to get all the knowledge? Because it would drive them insane. Because you, you know, it's like these scientists and the people that are supposed to be the the smartest people among us are the ones that have made the atomic bombs and, and have, have are destroying the world. They can't handle the knowledge because they're going to end up killing us all with it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know if I'm making myself clear or not, but it's like, no, I, I totally a certain amount of knowledge. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was meaning is that like they, the serpent wanted us to get the knowledge or whoever the bad guy in that scenario was, uh, they may have, you know, the roles may have been reversed. The serpent may have been the other one. Um, so it, it could just be a further to to further the narrative of demonizing the serpents and the reptiles. But whatever the bad one was, maybe they wanted us to have that knowledge so it would corrupt us because we weren't ready for it. And it would drive us mad and we would use it only for self-intent, you know. And so we have this knowledge that um, we just weren't ready for. And I think we're experiencing mm-hmm. that now is like we have all of this technology yet we've gotten stupid because we've gotten (laughs) lazy you don't have to be smart anymore nope like you don't like you know when we're all old enough that when we were kids and we were learning math they were like well you know and you'd be like why do i have to know this like well you're not just gonna carry a calculator in your pocket like that was always the fucking thing that the teacher would say. Like, nobody's going to just be carrying around a calculator. Yeah, and why can't I have an open book math. test, right? You're never going to be in your job. You're never going to be able to use references. Never going to be able to do that in reality. And here we are yeah. with these stupid little shits in our freaking pockets that Those are the monoliths. have made us dumb. Yes, yeah. they are very <laughs> exactly monolithic. Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> and my, my wife and I were talking about it the other day. 
Um, you know, and this thing could be contributing to sterilization because it does give off radio. It does give off radio waves. It's radioactive and it's right next to your nuts all day. Like you have it in your pocket right next to your balls. I think these phones are used to read what's going on inside your head and your body with apps. Very possible. Well, and they can listen to everything you're saying too, right? It's a constant monitoring device, no matter where you are. Like mm. what would happen if we were all to just smash our phones and take down the towers? Like, would, would it like glitch out? Like blah, blah, blah. And like reality would set it. Like mm. it would, it would glitch out and like the real world would be shown to us. And it's like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> like we've been, we've been operating just in like a, one of those star Trek holodecks, like where it's just all fake and it just glitches out. And it's just a wasteland. That's a mind blower <laughs> right there, man. Yeah. Think about yeah. that one. Because, you know, while COVID, like the lockdowns were happening, one of the things that a lot of people were posting about is that everybody was told they were not, they were not essential, all of these jobs, but they were still building 5G towers. Yep. I heard something crazy about those towers today and, and that they seep so much. I don't know if it's technically radiation, but so much material into the ground that that ground is ruined forever between that and, and the solar, all those solar fields they create. They say, you know, and they only use them for like 20 to 25 years. If they last that long, most of them last only like 15, but afterwards that land is just desolate. Um, we've got a lot of towers here that are surrounded by trees. So I don't know that I'm like, if, if they were just like dead right around them, and there wasn't anything within even a hundred yards, you know, maybe radius, yeah, um, or even diameter, a hundred yard diameter, nothing could live. Then maybe, but I know I've I've seen cell phone towers with trees just all around them. Um, now whether or not that was before, I, you know, I don't know, but I think there is something nefarious about all the five G oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know if it's causing COVID, but I was listening to. I think they're connected in a way, or it's going. And these are these are little hubs. Five G is such a such a small wavelength that it can't travel very far, and so it can't actually go from tower to tower. They have to bounce off all the devices and get to the next tower. It's going to read that five G shit's going to help them read whatever you just got shot into your body. Right, and then you have HR two eight eight one which I'm pretty sure passed the House and Senate, and it gives the government complete control of the 5G grid. You know, the they got 6G, which is in the works. And, um, you know, I, I think it's entertaining because of the Nephilim in and, and Genesis 6. Maybe I'm just looking too much into Gary Wayne, but, you know, G, 6G, Genesis 6, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Well, anyway. you know, 5G, pentagram. Yeah, yeah. five points of fellowship. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, they're fucking symbolism, man. Well, the hexagram is the strongest symbol to use in the pentagram. The, the pentagram. So that could be even worse. <laughs> yeah. The hexagram is a lot more stronger of a symbol, I think. Yeah. So 6G, I mean, God, dude, I, like, I, I do think there's a Nephilim agenda. I mean, I think that very well could be who is controlling everything is the Nephilim. This could be the hell that, that they were cast down into. Uh, because God condemned them to a place. Now, when you say Nephilim, are you meaning the giants? Uh, the giants are part of it, but it's basically just uh, um, 
angel human the fallen angels okay yep because i hear different people use it some people say nephilim were just the giants some say it's just the fallen angels some say it's kind of a mix of both well giants could be a lot of different things it could be the the raphael the seph the uh what is seraphim so seraphims uh it could be the nephilim um it could be just a genetic anomaly from you know we were created if if you want to get into that realm um you know, we were created in their image, not his, their. Oh, that's image. true. Elo, Elohim means their, not him. Like, it's plural. Um, and so we were created in their image. And if they are larger beings and they hid that DNA marker in our DNA, then every now and again, it's going to pop out, right? Elohim is also a male and feminine uh, word put together. Is it? Yeah. So that even adds to yeah. the mother, father, they, you know, exactly. like, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's the parenthood thing where we were created, you know, and, and then there's a, there's a guy with a YouTube channel um, called, what is it called? Oh, I'm going to be stumped. It's uh, the fifth kind. <laughs> and, um, he taught, he wrote a book called like the scars of Eden. And it's basically that the Bible and everything is just, uh, it's all astrological. It's just describing the sky and the seasons of the sky and everything. Oh, a lot just, of that is, it's an allegory. It's not really, What's... it's not, none of it really happened. It's just because astrology was looked down on it. So they had to figure out a way to tell the story of the stars and the day patterns and everything without, the kings or czars or whatever of the time know yeah i had a guy on my <laughs> podcast named micah dank and he yes he, he's big into that yeah whole, dude micah dank is a baller he did dude. like an hour hour presentation on on my show of of this stuff and it was like and he tied everything you know it's all tied to the zodiac and you know the different that's who it is um that's who i'm thinking of not the guy that did Scars of Eden, though I think that's kind of similar stuff. But it's Micah Dank that does the astrology. Yeah. He, he's, and he goes he's through great, revolution, revelations and whatever and says this is what they're saying this because it's the goat. And this is because it's the season to grow your wine. And like it's all it's all just how to calculate everything that's happening. It's a sky it's clock. basically just a calendar. Yep. Yeah, it's just a calendar. Yeah, and that's what he says. Yeah. Everything is – and he – he did out entire verses, you know, he translated entire verses with, with yeah. it, you know, like he said he could do the whole book of Matthew. Uh, yeah. And he said, he's doing more work. Yeah. Like he's going to keep going. Yeah, he did. He um, did. But re- go ahead. But who's really cool is uh, there's a guy named Albert E. Potts who went through Genesis one and retranslated it through the ancient Hebrew with what made more sense than what's done now. And it's basically like the Anunnaki story. Yep. Like it's it's aliens came down, mixed freaking genetic stuff, and started tinkering with shit. And uh, it's really interesting. Look into Albert E. Potts. If you like Micah Dank, you're gonna like Albert E. Potts. Well, too. Yeah, I just got this book uh, the other day called "The Apocalypse Unsealed" by uh, James Price, and it's basically unraveling Revelation and saying it's not the end time story. It's a different story. Well, apocalypse just means like transition or change or some yeah. shit. Yeah. Right? Transition, like, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically transition. So when people are like, the apocalypse is coming, that's just a transition. Yep. It's not the yep. end of shit. 
Yep. And that's what he, 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 re- he, I'm interested to read it. Uh, Cause Howdy McCoskey was talking about it on, on a podcast that this is the a book to read. He's like, I, he's like, it's, it's an interesting take on revelation that I've never heard before. I love all that stuff, man. Um, I like, I've gone so deep into stuff that I just don't believe anything anymore. Nope. So I'm, I'm willing to accept anything. I'm in this great position where if you give me an idea with a compelling enough uh, argument behind it, I'll consider it. Yo, you know who you should check out, Bob? Well, actually, all three of you guys, I think you would like them. And, and not even to plug them because I released the episode with them yesterday. Yesterday it was. Even if you go listen to his shit, the Texasist, you really should listen. To oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I started Bible, that. Dude. That dude has some fucking wild shit that even went along with like occult ideas that I've come across. And I was like, yo, how the fuck did this dude even come across that shit reading the Bible like this? It blew me the fuck away, dude. I, I told him already. I said, I got to have you on in another couple of weeks. I love the, the Bible is uh, is up for interpretation, right? Yeah, but so much of it, like he tied to the body. And I even think like even in the Kabbalah and even like looking at the you know, the tree of life, there is stuff in there that does, in my opinion, correlate with certain parts of the body, the brain, the eyesight and shit like that. And he was able to find that in the Bible, too. And I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, there's I mean, it's you're going to find anything that you want to find, really. So, you know, it's just all about discernment. And I just try to take everything with a grain of salt. He had even like, mentioned okay, the whole thing about, cool. you know, when Moses supposedly had to lift up that snake so everybody would be OK. Be, I guess. Yeah. He had even brought up the whole thing too. And I, I never thought of it. He said, I forgot how many millions of people were supposed to be there, but I think he downplayed whatever the number said in the Bible and said, I'll, I'll just say 3 million, 3 million. How big of a fucking snake are you going to need? So the person all the way in the fucking back, who's that 3 million fucking person can see you holding this snake. He's like, you would need a fucking billboard lit up for somebody to see that back there. How far do you think a million people lined up in a single line? Well, not even a single line. I'm just saying, let's say a field. A field, (laughs) that's still a ridiculous amount of people to show an object. That's a lot. Well, I mean, what was it? Woodstock had, what, 300,000 people? Yeah. Something like that. And it was was a lot. And I'm sure the person in the back couldn't see who the fuck was singing. So they ain't going to see a fucking snake in someone's hand either. Ten times that. We're talking about square miles of land. (laughs) <laughs> like square miles and you can't like see from one side to the other that's for sure <laughs> no of course not man you you can't see across a room that's uh you know 200 feet long so you know if you're talking miles there's no way and i think a lot of a lot of the stories in the bible are, are embellishments and Allegory. allegories and you know just elaborations uh but i think like you know, I used to th- I used to think that Christians were were, and this was even a recent thought, is that you either need to take the Bible literally or figuratively. But it really depends on what part you're reading, because it's so different from stem to stern. It really depends on what part you're reading, on whether or not you should take it literally or figuratively. Yeah, I was you gonna. Know, say- some of it's meant to just be a story. It's really book by book, right? Yeah. Like you guys, yeah, I would say book by book is a good way to break it down as far as literally or yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, book by book. I think different books have different reasons, or you know, uh, I I mean, Jesus, you you could even say (laughs) that pun intended, um, you could even say chapter by chapter, yeah, like because some chapters are going to be very literal and then it's going to give you 
some kind of story to explain that literal thing and there's going to be, you know, whatever in that story. So I need to go back and read it. Um, even when I was an atheist, I said the Bible is a book everybody should read. Um, and I need to go back and read it now that I'm, I'm no longer an atheist, but a polytheist. Uh, it'd be a good book to go read, but I, I want to read something. I want to read an old, like an ancient translation of it. I don't want to read like the King James bullshit. The Jesuit version? Or the, yeah, yeah. I want something old uh, because it's all been manipulated. What was it right? originally like, in Sanskrit? Uh, it, it, a lot of it came from a bunch of different stuff. It came from like the, like, like uh, the Sumerian cuneiform tablets. You know, there was like 200,000 Sumerian cuneiform tablets that were found and only 300 of them have been translated. That's you know, the crazy the Dead part. Sea Scrolls. Right. And the Dead Sea Scrolls and like this was all combined. And that's what a lot of Christians don't understand is, is like the Bible was taken from all of this stuff. It wasn't just like this singular thing that was found. And, and the one that we have now has been chopped up too, right? I mean, there's so many stories mm-hmm. that they cut out. Uh, well, ancient Hebrew, they didn't use vowels. Yeah. So it was basically just guessing when you're translating ancient Hebrew. Well, and there were no J's either, right? Yeah. There, there, I don't know about J's, but I know they didn't use vowels. So you're just guessing as what the fucking word is. like the Book of Enoch is in the Somalian version of the Bible, but not in the King James or the you know Roman Catholic version. Right. It was Hebrew, Hebrew and Greek, right? That was originals. Like, I guess the uh, New Testament was Greek, yeah. right? If I'm not mistaken. Right. But one thing you can, I will say is there are quite a few, you know, there's not, um, with the Old Testament, you don't have the originals, but you have many, like over the years, people have found where people had you know copied it on scrolls and different things like that to keep. And so you've got like 20,000, I think different manuscripts from the old Testament. I mean, maybe that's a new Testament and then like so many thousand from the old Testament. So they can compare them, you know what I mean? Cause they date back to however long, you know, 6,000 up to 6,000 years or whatever. I was into yeah. that quite a bit there I, for a while. I, I love all of that shit. I mean, and now we're we're uncovering like Gobekli Tepe. so like there's no telling what that story is going to be told, um, because it, supposedly only like ten percent of it is exposed right now, yep. and it's still it's like massive. So like if if they're saying ten percent, I, I did. Um, of course, it kind of goes against Micah Dank, and uh, but I did some shows on uh, Jordan Maxwell where I get into Gobekli Tepe. Which is pretty interesting, man. A lot of that stuff is a little bit, it's like, just from my point of view, like there's, it's new, you know, it's like pretty complicated, but it's so easy to just grab one thing and say it means this, that, or the other. But like, sometimes it's a lot more difficult when you really start to piece everything together to, uh, you know, but you can make things say whatever you want if other people don't know anything about it. You know what I mean? So it's like, right. it's well, tough, man. It's like, then. And that's why that's why I am where I am, right? Is because I know all of this about the Bible and the ancient texts, and then I start hearing about Jesuits and and fucking the Knights Templars, and then you hear about stuff like Tartaria and Atlantis, and and it like it all really kind of muddies the water where it's like I have no idea what to fucking believe because any of this shit could be true, all of it could be true. I, the, the timeline could be completely off. They could be telling stories 
that say they happened after or before. And it's just like, I don't know. That's like, I've been, that's I've been going deep. Full circle. That's why I like simulation theory. I love it. But yeah, that, I've, been, because, I've been going in. Because fuck it. I've been going into the world's fairs lately from like the 1800s, early 1900s. And that's a total mind screw. That would have been so cool to be when the world's fairs were going. Yeah. Especially like Chicago. Chicago was the shit, man. Dude, they they were the pinnacle of innovation. Yep. And I think that innovation was even stifled because Tesla's technology wasn't allowed to advance. Can you imagine the world's fair if Tesla's freaking technology was implemented by everybody? Like, we're talking crazy shit, like free energy. Yep, and that's that's basically the last reset, right? That was the last one is when they got rid of that last round of buildings because essentially what it, you know, what what it's kind of looking like is it was there was an earth grid, right? And the and the buildings were kind of the microchips that harness the energy, receive the energy, and then disperse the energy. It does, right? And and the whole point of the world's fairs, you know, the, the war of 1812, the, the civil war, the world wars, was all to destroy those buildings, get rid, flatten that grid system, and bring up, now we have our shitty grid system that relies on human batteries versus using the ethereal battery. Yes! Yes, all of that shit. Wars are meant to destroy history. Yeah. That is one of their main purposes. That was the whole point of the Civil War was just to destroy the South, flatten the South, get rid of all the buildings. There are buildings, yeah, there's buildings in America that, that they have looked at, and it's like, this can't be dated when they say it's dated. Well, there's a like, Parthenon a- in, te- in Nashville, Tennessee. A, a yeah. replica of the Parthenon that they said they built in two years, like for the World Fair. Get get out of here. Oh, I remember Jack talking massive. about that. He said it was impossible. I think he said it's it was impossible. almost like m- m- mushland. It's just insane. I mean, we have we have snake mounds. Yes, like burial oh. mounds everywhere that date thousands of years ago. Like, there's all of this insane shit. And like they, like they made the Moors disappear from America, right? The, you know, the, yep. the Louisiana was basically a Moorish territory and you heard yeah. nothing about that anymore. They wiped all that out. Yep. And the Moors were, are, are why there's a lot of black people in, in, in Southern Louisiana. Yep. It's because the Moors, Moors were dark skinned people. And so that's why the, the thick Cajuns are, are Moors. Basically they're the, last few remaining descendants of the Moors. Well, another thing I've been seeing a lot lately is a lot of old paintings that have been whitewashed where the Royal families were actually darker in complexion and they whitewashed them to make them look like, you know, Caucasian. Yeah. Oh, dude. Talking about whitewash. There's a guy in Australia. I think it was, I think Jack talked to him. Um, What's his name? He has a like stolenhistory.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Okay, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. That dude talks about how even like stuff like the Wright brothers flights were whitewashed. Oh, those skies are whitewashed. You watch the video. So you can't see anything in the sky. And the videos, 
video yeah it's vanilla sky and then the videos of the early early film of the wright brothers flights like everybody's standing around like it's not a big deal it's all photoshopped back then right like and it's just like wait well was it photoshop kind of shit or was it just not a big deal there was already flying shit in the sky and so people were like what are these silly bastards doing well yeah they had air we can already we can already fly. Like, why are they trying to go on this winged thing? We can levitate and shit. Like, you're trying to go on this airplane? Like, wh- maybe people were fucking, you know, more connected to the energies of the Earth. And because I think, like, acoustical or magnetic levitation is, is real. And we can harness that shit. I think movies like Superman and the superhero stuff are telling us what we can do. If we can harness the energy of the earth and that goes to like these, not to tangent way the fuck off topic, but like that goes to the society that we've built is to stifle our, our real abilities, you know, and make us not be the full capable beings that we are because no matter what you believe, whether we are, you know, from a singular God, the God, whatever, the Anunnaki, whatever. We were created from a god or gods. We were get, we, and they had to use part of their DNA to make us. And I've been and hearing so we have fucking powers that we are not even we don't even know. I've been hearing some people say that language was created to to destroy us basically, and that we used to be able to we used to communicate telepathically. Makes total sense. Makes total sense. Well, language, grammar, is it grammar? Well, all speaking does is make somebody do something. That's all it does. Well, the seven sacred sciences, one of them is grammar. Like one of them, one of the seven sacred sciences that the occults run by is basically language. Yep. So that would perfectly make sense that, that, well, and, and you can even look in the Bible is, uh, you know, maybe when Babylon, the Tower of Babel was being built, we were all communicating telepathically and that's why we could create such a big force to create such a big tower is be- and then he scattered them and made their their languages of thousands or whatever yes. it says and limited their years to 120 um so maybe that was the moment that god was like no nope, fuck you can't do this uh-uh and and made languages yep because we were all telepathically linked before that. We're getting too close to the top of the dome and they fucking shot us down, dude. Yeah, we are. Operation <laughs> Fishbowl. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to have to go, unfortunately. You know. All right, man. Yeah, we've yeah. been rolling for like a. Like like, like, I didn't think time was going to. That think went time by fast, though. Yeah, like it that, did. Dude. That yeah. went by real fast. Well, maybe I was just stoned. Um, I guess, uh, I guess I think. Matt, man, thanks for joining us. I'm going to have to have you solo on my show soon man no i, I highly suggest could... him that not because he's my boy i mean i, I already stayed you know, got a date for him to come back on my show but he has some very good stuff on topics that he covers yeah <laughs> dude i'm gonna i'm gonna really dig into your podcast i haven't been listening to podcasts for a while but i'm gonna dig in and we gotta talk again soon man this was awesome i think there's not much we couldn't go on a tangent on oh no man i so. had a great time thanks for having me guys That's why i thought he was great Hell to have yeah, on man. Yeah. You're for sure welcome back on the round table, man. This is this was fun. Yeah, that was cool. So, was uh, fun. Everybody, why, why don't y'all tell people where they can find you? 
I'll go first since I'm new man. I'm uh, you can find me at the Great Deception Podcast on Instagram, uh, and then my podcast is on all the you know normal platforms. Awesome. Uh, NY, and uh, you can catch me on uh, NY Patriot. You can catch me on YouTube, BitChute, Apple, Spotify, Rumble, and then the Occult Rejects. Pretty much the same thing except for YouTube. So it's uh, underscore the odd man out on Instagram, Twitter, and on there I've got a link tree so you can find all my other stuff and you can find the link to the show. And this has been cool, man. Thank you. It's great to meet you, Matt. And this has been awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. Another really good show. I love these, man. I really look forward to them. So yeah, yeah. Let's keep doing them. Definitely. Um, of course, I am Moral Bob. You can find me at, on Instagram at I am Moral Bob. I'm on Facebook again for now, Moral Bob. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Like, like all of our shows, follow all of our shows, subscribe to all of our shows. That's like, tell your friends about all of our shows. Keep us in the algorithm. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like, like, do it weekly, daily, whatever you have the time for. But uh, shameless self promotion. We all need more people to listen to us. <laughs> um, not to pat ourselves too. And much and, on and the I'll back, even but... say you don't even have to believe us. Just maybe the things we say will make you think. Yeah, dude. I, <laughs> At I least tell make everybody you think. all the time. <laughs> I don't want you to believe me. Yeah, look I what just it, want look you your own truths. Yeah. Stop believing Question the book. Everything. Everything. I just, yeah. I just want you to listen to me and then scratch your goddamn head. That's it. Is just go wait, Beautiful. huh? And follow where that leads you. So, I appreciate you guys as hey. always, man. Much love to everybody, Matt. I'm gonna get in touch with you. We'll do a show soon, and uh, guys, we'll keep talking. And uh, yes, we will. We'll do another show. You know, beginning of next month. Sounds so, good. Y'all have a good night. Live free. Later. We'll see you soon. Later. Later.